This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast. Welcome back to Drive the Lane. We got a good old-fashioned Drive the Lane episode for all you guys. Start off, little NFL talk, and then, of course, fantasy football is back. Joey and I have our teams. Joey is not too happy. We'll get to all of that. Then we talk a little NBA because we're an NBA show now. And then we talk to Kyle Young, Ohio State basketball captain. College basketball is back on Drive the Lane. But all that is brought to you today by Todd Pennington with Columbus-based Revolution Mortgage. It's the proud sponsor of Drive the Lane this week. If you're looking to purchase a new home, get out of renting. Now is the time with historically low rates and fast closings. Todd can have you in your dream home in no time. So contact Todd Pennington at 614-390-9520 or visit revolutionmortgage.com slash tpennington for more info. Revolution, Revolution Mortgage is an equal housing lender, NMLS ID 1686046. Seriously, everyone, give Todd a call. He'll take good care of you. Joey, I want to talk first. Shout out, Todd. He's the best. Give him a call. I want Shout to out, talk, Todd. Give him a ring. I want to talk first about, you know, a little NFL. All right. What well, do let's do whatever you want, Andrew. What are you thinking about your Bears? Mitch is the uh, Mitch is the QB. Oh my God! <laughs> when they announced it, and they some random who is Bleach Report or whoever put out this like pump up video, like get psyched for for uh, Mitch Trubisky being the star, and it was like <laughs> it's like a two minute video, right? And the first like minute and twenty seconds is like guys like Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman and whoever saying. Oh, his time in Chicago's done. This guy sucks. They took Mahomes and uh, Deshaun Watson. They could have taken them, but instead they have Mitch Trubisky and they traded up and blah blah blah. It's all these talking heads talking about that. Who knows? Maybe even we were on there. I don't. I don't remember. Um, but and then it flips to like you know the dramatic music cuts and you're like, oh, here comes the pump up part, baby. Let's go. And it's like practice film of him like handing the ball off and like throwing like little dink and dunk passes. And I'm like. This is what – I will say, it's an opportunity for an awesome story. You know, like, it's an op- that's what it is. You, this guy's been counted out, right, by, by everyone, probably including his teammates, and now he gets a chance to, you know, see if – you know, the, he can't prove – he can't prove Ryan Pace right. Like, he can't do that. No. But he can at least – all he has to – all he had to do was be okay. We had such a great defense. All he had to do was be okay, and he just couldn't be okay. So – He's not going to be Mahomes. He's not going to be Watson. So as long as everybody gets that out, maybe he can be a top half quarterback. Top 15 quarterback. That's all I'm asking. I have a, I have a random question for you. Where do you think Philip Rivers ranks right now among quarterbacks? His quarterback. He's, 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 in, he's in that he's, – he's in the above mediocre category. All right. You know what I mean? I think I want to bring in our resident Colts fan to give his opinion of what he thinks about uh, Philip Rivers and the Colts. So I'm going to bring him in right now, see if he's ready to come in. To hear our interview with Young Mantis, our Indianapolis Colts correspondent, go to the Zedia Network YouTube page. All right, I asked you about Mitch. 
But what do you think the Bears' season is going to look like if you had to throw a, a record prediction out there? Here's what happens. The Bears start out 1-3, and three, and Mitchell Trubisky's not the quarterback anymore, and in comes Nick Foles to save our season, and then we go 8-8 eight and eight or something, save our season. That's not serious, but, like, I heard this point made by none other than Big Cat, of course, because he's the resident Chicago sports fan that we never talked to. Um, but he – he said in an inter- in, I listened to part of my take earlier today, and they had Warren Sharp on. And they were asking him about Mitch. And Big Cat said, here's what I think. I think they named Mitch the starter because they can easily say, Mitch, this isn't working out. Bring Nick Foles in. But if you start with Nick Foles, there is no Mitch Trubisky backup plan. He's done after that, which I agree with. Mentally, he's probably done unless he's – I mean, unless he's just a – all-time mental stud, which doesn't seem like he is, and not – I don't know if anyone would be in that scenario because it seems like you've been given up on. Um, and you then you don't even have a backup. So, I don't know. I I could easily see the Bears – If I, a prediction for the Bears, 10 and 6. Great defense, offensive weapons, Mitch has improved. I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the down, say 10 and 6. More realistically, I think – and it, it sucks because being a realistic sports fan is not fun. But I would say like eight and eight, nine and seven, the peak, their peak is ten and six. I have a similar similar opinion on the Browns. Um, and this is kind of all the NFL talk will do besides fantasy, because there will be more talk when we both lose week one and we're sad. That'll be when it's better to to talk NFL. But I think you potentially see because Browns coaches don't have a long leash, all right? You need to come in and win with Odell, Jarvis, Austin Hooper, Chubb, Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, Olivier Vernon. You need to win with those names. If the Browns start – Kareem like, Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Did you mention Hunt. Odell? Um, no, I think he's in the bathroom. He, he was in the news. He was in the news today. <laughs> um, but, like, if the Browns start two and six or three and five, you got to think that – uh, Stefanski's going to go with Keenum after the bye week because they conveniently have week nine bye that's like right in the middle of the season. You got to think he's coaching for his job all year. You think that he – no chance, bro. They don't give up on Baker. No chance. I think Stefanski could give up on Baker if if they say if you only win six games this year, you're fired. He's not fired. No chance. If he has a worse year than Freddie Kitchens, how do you not fire him? Because of the craziness of this year, the prep and the shit like that, they all the coaches are going to get a benefit of the doubt. Unless you were, unless you were already on the fence, like he's not starting the season on the fence, right? You know, right? I just, I, like if, if you're a guy like Dan Quinn of the Falcons, and if they don't do well, he's gone. That's, that's true. different, though. He's, that's true. He's not. I will bet you my life he doesn't get fired, even if the Browns go three and thirteen. Well, I just would say this: if they go three and thirteen, there's no way Baker's starting the whole season. No chance. Because three and thirteen, three and thirteen, you're you're thinking about Trevor Lawrence or Fields. You potentially have the number one pick with three wins. So yeah, you're right. So three and thirteen. That'd be a cute. God, how sad would you be if you guys went three and thirteen? I'd be sad, but not if it set us up for like Fields or, or Lawrence. Then I wouldn't be sad. And I I've said this on like the Browns podcast on Perry's show. I've been making my rounds. I wouldn't be sad if. Uh, it wouldn't be sad if they win, like, five or six games, but the offense is just awesome, and they're, like, losing, like, shootouts. I would be sad if they won, like – be fun like, to watch, right, versus instead of – What if they won, like, six or seven games, and it was just, like, 
they clawed him out at the end, you know, like that would just be like. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I think the Browns are, it's so funny. I think, I think they do well this year because 2020 is so stinking weird. They do well this year. Yeah. But nothing sports wise has been weird yet, except the Marlins being good with having eight guys, but we don't really do. uh, Who wins more games, the Browns or the Bears? So I have a bet with my friend, shout out Jason Beerman. Every year we have this bet. I love Beerman. Can we have Beerman on, bro? I want Beerman on this show. We make a bet. Who makes it further, Bears or Browns? And it's null if neither team makes the playoffs because – So every year you guys have never exchanged any money. Well, I paid him two years ago. Yeah, I know. I'm joking. But it's – it. Because we say, like, why are we going to brag about the team that gets seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, they, one team wins four games, one team wins six. Like, who cares? So my prediction is unless it's the, the third wild card spot for both teams, either of us gets paid again this year. So I, I think Bears and Browns both hover around six to eight wins. All right, well, I should we, should we do the same wager on this show just because then it gives us something to talk about every week? Let's do it. And then eventually when we have a, uh, a gambling sponsor – That'll be the first thing we kind of talk about. In the segment. Yeah. So the segment is is Browns Browns or Bears? Who won? Did the Brown did the Browns win this week? Did the Bears win this week? Speaking but no, we'll just do like, we'll just do like five bucks, bro. Five right. bucks. Five bucks. Speaking of throwing away money, what happened in the fantasy league, man? Speaking of throwing away money, I'm the reigning champion. Okay. So let's get that straight. This year's free for me. You know, and it's free for the next like seven years, really. So, because uh, I definitely didn't lose that money on shoes or anything like that. Um, but no, I here's the lowdown, and Andrew got the whole lowdown in real time, and he just didn't respond to me because it, that was smart of him to not respond. Because first of all, who gives a shit at all? And second of all, I was like so annoyed that I probably wouldn't even respond to him saying, "Oh, dude, don't worry, well, whatever." So. Zachary Roth, the commissioner of our football league, um, my friends from back home in Deerfield, he stinks. He's the worst commissioner. I can't, he knows he stinks. Like, we all tell him he stinks. I'm happy to do it, but he wants to do it. Or he doesn't want to do it, but he does it, and whatever, okay? He, we are going, talking for about a week in advance, hey, what's the order going to be for the draft? I say – Last year, I picked it randomly out of a hat. I did it to, like, the Bulls intro theme music. You know, I went, and now, the fantasy draft order for the whatever, right? So, I did that again this year because no one was stepping up and doing anything. I was like, I'll do it. And everyone's like, okay, Joe, you do it because they trust me because I'm a goody two-shoes and all the other guys are not. Um, and so, I pick out of the hat. I get the lineup. I'm the fourth pick. I'm kind of juiced up about it. You know, I'd, of course, I'd rather be the first or the second, third, whatever. But fourth is good, especially when it's random. Um, I'm the fourth pick. I was the third pick last year and I won. So, okay, give me a little bit of a disadvantage. Give me the fourth pick. I'll still win. Um, and I send it over to him. Uh, and he goes, I can't edit the draft order. I go, I copy and paste the link to show him how to edit the draft order. He goes, no, like I can't do it 24 hours in advance. I said, bro, we've been telling you this for weeks. That we want this, that we want it to figure out the order, whatever, right? So we finally just go, you know what? We do, we have to have the draft tonight. We'll just randomize it. And when we randomize it, I get the ninth pick. The ninth pick! You get 
I got Joe Mixon and Miles Sanders. Ten team league. Ten team league. Miles yeah. Sanders was ranked as the nineteenth guy for Yahoo, but I was like, yeah, he is a top ten running back probably. So I took him. I, I was gonna take it. My plan was to go Zeke and then him, but I didn't get the chance because I got the ninth pick out of nowhere. Five minutes before the draft, they go, hey, by the way, we're randomizing. Your biggest regret is going to be not taking Chubb with either of those picks. No, I, I like who I got with those two picks. It's, it's after that. I have the best two running backs in the league. But it's after those picks. Team, then I'll list my team. Okay. So I, I, it's, I could list it in, like, order, but, like, let me just tell you quickly how, where my draft went wrong, Okay. <laughs> Last year, let me preface this by saying last year I won because I had the best rookies in the entire league. I had guys like Terry McLaurin, uh, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Debo Samuel. Like the rookies are the guys who won me the game. Couldn't yeah, won me the league because – receivers? Well, no, they, I didn't play them all. But, like, Mike Evans got hurt at the end of the year. Keenan Allen was on bye and hurt two of the last three weeks. So, like, I had to plug those guys in during the playoffs. And guys like – um, like, you know, A.J. Brown was the best fantasy receiver the last three weeks of the year. So, like, that's what won me games was having those guys that no one knew about because they were rookies. So, anyway, first, first three picks are, are fine, right? I, I got uh, – we go Joe Mixon, Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen. I think Adam Thielen makes, is a great fantasy wide receiver. He's the only wide receiver on the Vikings, and Kirk Cousins is pretty darn good fantasy-wise, right? So I'm happy there. And then I go, okay, my my next pick is is a quick turnaround, right? It's only two picks in between me. I go, okay, I'm going to get Adam Thielen and Mike Evans. No problem. Because the guy in front of me, shout out Will Boshes, already has two wide receivers. (laughs) So I I assume I'm fine to get Mike Evans and Adam Thielen. No, no, no. I get Adam Thielen. Mike Evans is – this guy's got three wide receivers now. So, so I had to settle for DJ Moore. So I wasn't happy about that. I would have rather had Mike Evans. Mike Evans was on my team last year. I have a soft spot for him, whatever. Um, but then my fifth round, and I'll stop talking about selections after this, I picked Cam Akers. Like, that's just a reach. I needed another running back because I know, I know that wide receivers are super deep, and I was going to get my quarterback in, like, the sixth or seventh round. So I needed another running back and Cam Akers was a reach, but like he could end up being awesome. Right. So who knows? Um, You have him good. All right. That makes me feel a little bit better. So my team, well, we let's go one for one. That's Is that confusing or should we go one at a time? Just list your team, not what you pick. Just do like, just do Do what? Just do your starting lineup. Okay. Kyler Murray. Adam Thielen, DJ Moore, Joe Mixon, Miles Sanders, Blake Jarwin, Stefan Diggs. I'm Blake Jarwin. <laughs> steal, bro. He's a steal. All right. You might. You oh, might. and Zane Gonzalez, bro. Zane Gonzalez. I am a strong believer that kickers and, and defenses are dumb in 12 to 10 team leagues. I would, I would petition to get rid of them. Yeah, I don't care about my – I only picked – I picked the Colts defense, funny enough, because they were playing the Jaguars week one. That's why I picked them. Give me, give me three bench guys of note. Um, Cam Akers. 
I like my bench guys that my average age of my team, according to Yahoo is, is three years. So they're all really young guys. Yeah. I have young guys too. What's your bench? I, I my, my bench has, has four rook, three rookies. I have of note, CD lamb, Mecole Harmon, Cam Akers, DeAndre Swift, Sterling Shepard, Matt Breida. That's my bench. Okay. So my team, you ready? You're in a 12-team league, though, bro. I'm in a 10-team league. Mahomes. It's good. McCaffrey. So we could just stop there. I think I won the title. It's good. Mahomes, McCaffrey. Cam Akers is my second starting running back, though, because I went Mahomes second round. Ooh, see, that's a stretch and a half. But and then, did you have the number one pick? Yeah. Okay. That's a – oh, my gosh. And then I got Kenny – Well, he's your third-round pick, bro. You got two picks right there. This is your third-round pick. Kenny Galladay. So, I got Kenny Galladay and Terry as my receivers. Okay. And then Blake Jarwin, tight end. He's going to have a big year, has to. Wax, I got a couple options. I got Will Fuller and Sterling Shepard. And I'm hoping that uh, Antonio Gibson could be pretty good on Washington. Yep. And I got Justin Jefferson on my bench, who could be really sick, because he is really sick. What and team I, is he on? Shows my fans like He's on the Vikings. And I got Cam Newton, who uh, I'm hoping will be some trade bait. I, I, it's so funny. I had the la- the, with my last pick, it was either going to take Cam, Aaron Rodgers, or Mecole Harmon. And I was like, you know what? Like, he could be really good, and like I'd rather Wait, have a Rogers. Yeah, Rogers was available. The last pick of the draft. Correct. He's on waivers right now. What? I guess should I li- Yeah, ten team, bro. Pick should him I off. live? Pick, should I live pick him? Who do I drop though, bro? Um, I don't know. Maybe don't pick him up. We'll we'll, we'll discuss more offline. But. All that to say, obviously, Andrew's really happy with this team. I'm so sad. I texted him right after. I was like, bro, I'm so sad. I tweeted about how sad I am. Like, I'm not – like, I did the best I could with, the, with, with who was available. Like, I really did. But, like, I was supposed to have the fourth pick and have Ezekiel Elliott and Miles Sanders and freaking DeAndre Hopkins. That was my team, bro. I was ready for that to be my team. Yeah. Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, Zeke, and Miles Sanders, bro. Those were my, those were my, that was my team, bro. I was ready. I was so prepared. Oh my god. I'm sorry, man. Not to make matters worse, but if we transition to NBA, we're going to talk about how your Raptors aren't looking too hot right now. That's okay. I don't. I, <laughs> I don't care. I think we should. We can talk NBA a little, but I think we should wait until the conference finals are set and we can revisit what our what our kind of predictions were. Uh, the Nuggets blew what should have been a, a closer game last night, but Michael Porter Jr. had the best dunk in the history of the sport, which was very exciting for a Mizzou fan like myself. Yeah, I think that is of note. I think the Celtics look like a, a real championship contender, um, and I think that the Clippers are going to beat the Lakers now. Those, that's of note to me. That's where that's that's where I stand. I think it's gonna be Clippers, Celtics, and I. No one's stopping. I, for some reason, I think Kawhi's like, like he's a robot. Like he's unstoppable. Like no one can stop him. But I might take the Celtics. I might take him. Jason Tatum's gonna pour water on Kawhi. He's gonna like short circuit. He blocked. He blocked Jamal Murray with his finger. 
Yeah, I know. That's crazy, bro. So funny. Oh, oh man. Okay, let's quickly want to touch on something before we get to Kyle Young. What are your thoughts on bubbles for NCAA basketball, but, like, only for tur- – only, like, tournament bubbles? What do you think about the fact that the Bahamas is going to be in South Dakota now? I say bubble it up and ship it away. Put it in bubble wrap and ship it away. We want to see college basketball. If the players are doing school from remote locations anyway, then you can do the school in the bubble. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but the NBA has like bubble classrooms for the players' kids. I think it would be really funny to see the bubble classrooms and see like the, you know, you know that. I've been in the bubble classrooms on road trips. You know that. David Aaron would make a sick hype video of Kyle Young taking his backpack into the into the bubble classroom with like cool music. It would be like flashes of him like taking out his textbook and then it cuts away to him him dunking. Yeah, yeah. No, I. Can you? How about Holtman sitting there at the at the on the desk with his with his like arms crossed, looking over everyone with like a ruler on his shoulder, like ready to smack the crap out of someone if they get up or something or. Yeah. T- off their mask oh, I think it could be I think it could be really cool I'm, I'm I think cool. it's hilarious though I think it's hilarious though that the bubbles are gonna happen right and and Rothstein tweets out every single day someone different that is gonna host a bubble it's like Orlando is emerging as a bubble location and then it's like Charleston is, is emerging as a bubble location and today it was the Bahamas you know the battle for Atlantis is going to be moved to, to Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I was like, oh, my God, what is going on? We got to try to get it involved somehow. With a bubble? Yeah. Like sponsor one of the bubbles, the Zedia Network Drive the Lane bubble. And it's just like Duncan Robinson and Kraft playing one-on-one. Sure. All right, should we let Kyle kind of answer some bubble questions, though? We probably should. Yeah, let's talk more bubble with, with Kyle Young, who this, this will be fun. Looking forward to this. Let's get to Kyle. All right, joining us now on Drive the Lane, Joey's former teammate, Ohio State basketball cop, captain, and one hell of a good dude, Kyle Young. Kyle, welcome to your first edition of Drive the Lane. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I had to jump through so many hoops to get my own former teammate on to this show. Shout out to Wally. I hope he's listening. Um, you know, we've had Holtman on. We haven't had a player yet, though. We've had Dockage. That doesn't count. So, Kyle, how honored are you to be the first current Ohio State basketball player on the show? Joe, I'm very honored. I'm not going to lie. You know you're my guy, so I appreciate it. Kyle, you seem just uh, absolutely thrilled, um, and with good reason, because we personally think we're one of the best shows uh, in America. When you first got that call that you were coming on Drive the Lane, what was going through your mind? Um, no, I'm just, I was going to say I was a little hesitant, but I'm just joking. No, I was excited. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited for sure. Um, all right, Kyle, we, we want to get to the fun stuff, like stories between you and me and stuff about the team that people care about. But first, we got to ask you the stuff that people are interested in, right? So, you don't have these answers, but, you know, what has it been like to be in this new age where college athletes are 
wearing masks and not seeing people like has it just been so weird yeah no I mean starting back in March like when we first got the like the news that we weren't going to be playing against Purdue in the Big Ten tournament it was kind of like at first it was a shock and then you know more and more stuff started unfolding and now we're here you know months later so with all the protocols we've had to go through like going in the gym not being able to lift with as many people wear your masks around um, can't really work out in the in the practice gym with that many people either like team workouts have been limited um, obviously online classes now um, is a big one that's I'm kind of trying to get used to but I mean yeah it's super weird everyone's you know experiencing this at the same time so I'm sure everyone's going through similar things well you know when the season ended which was weird the whole thing was weird but you know Wessons are Wessons are gone there's some new guys coming in. So the team that is going to open this next season is going to look a lot different than the team that was getting ready to play Purdue in the Big Ten tournament. So curious, early impressions of the new guys and the new team, what can you give us? Uh, I mean, all great dudes. You know, we've already got along really well. Um, the chemistry's there. Like I said, with team workouts, we haven't been able to – all necessarily work out together. So I haven't seen much from, you know, a bunch of the new guys. Um, obviously, we got Justice. Justice is able to play this year. Um, and, you know, we were able to see what he what he could do during practices last year. So I'm sure we'll get a better feel um, once we start bringing guys together. But right now, it's just individual workouts, you know, guys working on their own. How have the workouts been with Q? Because Q is, as a, is the strength coach, for those of you who don't know. Because that's like the only thing where you guys can kind of all be together, it seems like. How, how, is, how has that been? When you guys are outside or whatever, how's, how's that been? Yeah, no, I mean, we've had two separate groups. So we'll have like a, a morning group and then a group later on just because schedules are all different. Um, but, you know, Q workouts are, <laughs> are, are great, like always. Um, you know, we're working out hard. Um, you know, it's going to pay off. So, you know, we always enjoy the time we get with him. What's um the f for me? Just 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 to humor me. Hey Justin, what's up, buddy? Um, <laughs> just to uh, humor me. What has been? And Justin, you can answer this too if you're if you're if you can hear. Me. I got my AirPods and he can't hear. Yeah. Well, what has been the the funniest for me? What do you think's the funniest thing you guys have done? Where you're like, God, if Joey was doing this, he wouldn't he wouldn't make it through this one. Honestly, I could say that about a lot of the workouts we've already done this year. Um, no, I would say the sleds, just because I, I don't even like sleds myself. And I know you never enjoyed them. So um, we've gotten up pretty early a few times and, and done some sled workouts, which have been tough. Oh, man. What I would do to, to not go back again. <laughs> Kyle, every year you hear about players like, this guy added 10 pounds of muscle. This guy lost 550 pounds, and now he only weighs one pound and eats an almond a day. So I'm curious, what type of transformation are we going to see from you? What's the new and improved Kyle Young looking like? Have you seen a picture of him, Andrew? I'm curious. <laughs> if there's a new – if they're going to be like, oh, this year the, his muscles are a full circle longer if you wrap the tape around or something like that. Um, the first thing you'll probably notice is I got a lot more tattoos. Uh, <laughs> so my arms my arms pretty inked up. But, um, no, I've definitely put on weight. I've lost body fat. Um, so I, I, you, you'll definitely probably, I mean, hopefully you'll be able to notice my physique has changed a little bit because we've been working out hard. So, yeah. <laughs> the latest, the latest video we're recording this on Tuesday, um, 
I think this morning, Ohio State Hoops on Twitter released a video of them running up a, some hill. I don't know, some workout that I'm glad I'm not there for again. Uh, but Kyle looks like a freaking Greek god in, in the tank top that looks like it would fit a small child, but instead Kyle's wearing it. And, he, I mean, you mentioned that he lost body fat. I mean, we've had discussions not on the air yeah. where uh, he talks about specifics and stuff, but – Kyle, do you think that the muscles will get in the way of you doing anything on the court? Because you look gigantic right now. No, um, you know, that's why we've been really trying to, you know, keep my athleticism up, um, which my legs are feeling great, everything. Um, you know, I've also really been working on my shot really consistently. So I'm I've been shooting it really well this summer. So hopefully add that to my game um, and then still be able to, you know, obviously uh, be able to play inside. So I just pulled up the video as Joey said this. Holy shit, you look good, man. <laughs> you look phenomenal. Keep it up. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thank you. So you might be ripping your own jersey on purpose this year to try to intimidate the other team instead of risking <laughs> yeah, that. Nah. You might rip it putting it on. That's what it looks nah, like. No, nah. no. Have you heard from I'm not, the, that, uh, I'm not that big. But the video exaggerated it. No, sure. Have you heard from the equipment staff that they may try to give you, like, a metal jersey or something like that <laughs> so I can't rip? No, no, nothing like that. You know what you should do is you should throw some Vaseline on either your arms or the jersey, right? So that, like – because I know you get cut more than anyone else also. So, like, it could – I don't know, just make you a little slippery. Like a little That'd that would be very uncomfortable to play with the whole game. <laughs> and super illegal, probably. <laughs> and probably very, yeah, very illegal. So I don't mean to, I don't mean to make you upset by asking this question, but we really haven't talked to a, a player that was not able to finish their season since it all kind of went down. How quickly did you go from? But I, I'm, I'm kind of just curious. Did you have moments of, all right, this sucks, we're not going to play? And then were you like, wait, there might be some hope, we might actually get to play? Like, what? Take us through kind of that next 72 hours from the announcement of the cancellation of the Big Ten tournament to when maybe you were like, all right, we're done. Yeah, no, like at first, you know, we kind of heard rumors. We were seeing Twitter, which we probably should have stayed off Twitter, um, you know, rumors that it was going to get canceled. <clears throat> but, um, you know, once we heard the news, I guess like, we were just all in shock. At first, it was like, wow, we're really not going to be able to play. And then we obviously had hope for the NCAA tournament and then found out not too long after that, that was canceled as well. So a lot of my, like, disappointment was coming for, like, Dre and Danny. Um, you know, those were my two roommates last year. So seeing how, you know, upset they were, I mean, we were all very upset. But, you know, that was their last, you know, chance to play in an Ohio State uniform. So um, that was probably the the tough part. But you know, we had to flip a switch quick and, you know, be able to – well, we went back to quarantine first for a few months, but being able to come back this summer and kind of have a different approach, not really knowing what was going to happen, you know, new protocols, stuff changing every week, getting tested for COVID. Um, so it was very different, but, um, yeah, early on we were definitely very disappointed. So now you're the big bad senior, right? How yeah, – <laughs> It's weird for me because you're my freshman. Like, it's so weird. Like, I remember the day you came on campus. I had to go buy you Bibby Bop and stuff. I mean, like, I, I remember like it was yesterday. But Is that legal? I, yeah. Well, I was just – I did it for him and Doc, bro. Like, I was like, welcome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> welcome to the nice team. Little, nice little friendly date. It was a nice yeah, little friendly exactly. date. So, but, <laughs> I, like, it's got to be weird for you, right? Like, you're – like, you've been through everything – at Ohio State, like, 
I've been through everything, but not a pandemic. Now you've been through literally everything. Like, what is it? What are the emotions of going into your senior year? It's crazy because it felt like it went very fast. Obviously, like, you know, time flies. But like you said, I still remember, like, first day being on campus, like, eating with y'all. So just like now, the fact that I just graduated and I'm playing my last year, like, with Ohio State is, like, blowing my mind. But, you know, I'm ready for it and excited to see what comes. I know it's been different because, like, you know, my senior year, like, we're all together all the time. I get to scream at you guys, like, when we're doing conditioning because we're all together, like, and you get to, mm. like, show that you are the, the leader, right? Like, mm. has it been weird? Because, first, first of all, we're, we have different personalities. <laughs> but, yeah. but also not being able to be around everyone, you know, whether it was because the freshmen couldn't come till later or because you're only working out three or four guys at a time. Has it been weird to kind of, like – lead the team so to speak yeah no definitely I mean even last year I tried to take you know an extra step uh being more of a leader being more vocal um obviously you know you know Dre and the older guys led the way but um this year too it's definitely been weird like I said like our chemistry's there you know we all you know we all enjoy hanging around each other you know when we can and um you know for the groups we are in you know I'm just trying to be be as encouraging as possible you know seeing like similar things that I was going through as a freshman, you know, getting used to weights and uh, conditioning and, and team workouts and all that stuff. So just trying to, you know, be there to give those guys advice and, um, you know, help them along the way too. Kyle, I got your uh, rivals profile pulled up. Two things I noticed right away. One, congrats on your blow up. <laughs> <laughs> I saw so you. many pictures of Kyle from high school saved on my phone, bro. I would just send pictures to Kyle whenever I found them. Oh shoot, sorry. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep those in your phone. Yeah, no, no, no. There's don't worry. don't worry. Well, I don't know how accurate or up to date or inaccurate this is, but this said you had 23 offers. Is that a record? That that's correct. That that's might correct. be a record. That's, that's not, oh, record. I no, 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 no. Oh, no, it might be a record, record because it's such a like normally like the the crazy five stars aren't getting the the charlotte mm. high point old dominion offers so that mm. i'm telling you 23 is probably up towards the top amount because there's a lot of guys that are that are potentially higher higher recruits that are only getting eight or nine it's the eight or nine guys mm. that think they're going to go there I I, I I always forget that you are a college uh basketball recruiting analyst i always forget that you wrote so much about the college recruiting scene well i actually um, did work for rivals in in college no big deal but i would say i would put up 23 offers against anyone else on your team and say that you have the most offers out of anyone on the ohio state team guaranteed yeah, no, we, ha we haven't discussed it i mean i got i might have to ask i don't know to be honest i with you. know who i think might have more luther he probably have yeah yeah, probably. You went, no, on like eight, you went on like eight official visits and like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> Luther. I think you only get five, but yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> How, are you looking it up, Zoldan? 15. Boom. Not even close. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, that's interesting. Um, How about an apology, Joey? No, no, no there's, Kyle agrees with me. There's someone with more than 23, and that's no knock on Kyle. That's just like Chicago State offers 25 kids a year. Like, there's no way that um, that those guys don't have more than 25 offers. Like, Jimmy Soto's probably had more than 23 coming out of high school because he's from my area. So, just saying, whatever. That's a great question, though, Andrew. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> 
Um, Kyle, I, so I got to ask you this because there's been a torch that's been passed for generations of Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, it started with Aaron Kraft. It eventually made its way to me, and now it's you as the how the hell is this guy still in college guy. Um, are you prepared for people to go, oh, man, I forgot Kyle Young was still in college. Are you ready for that? Yeah, for sure. I just, you know, I got to come out and make some noise. That's about it. <laughs> you know what I you know what I mean though, like people No, yeah, no, I know. It's, it's not quite like Perry Ellis, like that dude literally seemed like he was in school forever. But there's always a guy in Ohio State that people and it's unfortunately it's a white guy all the time, but you know, I mean, I've only been here 3 years, smoke like I know, and Aaron Kraft was only there four. I was only there four, but going into that fourth year, and you graduated, so people are going to be like, oh, he graduated, but he's still here? Like, what is going on? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, you are the next in line, and you're probably going to pass it to Justin. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's just how it works, because people are going to be like, Justin had 29 against Iowa his freshman year. That feels like it was forever ago. No, that was three years ago. You know, that's just – that's Yeah, just, yeah. I feel like yeah, we were in high school when Justin had 29 against Iowa. Exactly. Now you got the team, Joey. Exactly. Now you get what I'm saying. First of all, what's funny about that game is I went in at the end because you're up. By, of course, if Justin scores 29, we're going to win by a thousand. So um, I was in at the end of the game, and I drove to the. I drove, which was crazy. Me taking dribbles is crazy, but I drove and kicked it to him in the corner. He's wide open. Hits him in the chest and he drops it and turnover. I remember. That was his chance for thirty, bro. Those. Oh. I remember. I remember. That's sad. Almost as good as when you. Did you throw it out of bounds, Kyle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I threw it to Dockage. He was standing up on the bench. <laughs> so Definitely thought he, thought he was in the game. Yeah, we're. Yeah, I appreciate that though, because you're probably trying to find me. That's why you're throwing it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I think you were over that way somewhere. Exactly. I was just, I was just going for it. All right, I guess that's a good segue. Oh no, go ahead, Zoldan. Well, I was just gonna ask if you have a, if, and this is a two-part question: a Joey moment and a general moment in your time at Ohio State so far, all 30 years, that sticks out more than the rest. I feel like I have a lot of Joey moments. <laughs> I'd have to think about that one. I might have to ask you for some suggestions, Joe. Well, well, me and Kyle spent an entire year straight together, basically, whether it was we were roommates on the road almost every single time. Um, we sat next to each other on the bench in every single game. Uh, in practice, Kyle played and I didn't, so that didn't really work out. But other than that, we were together, like, all the time, whether Kyle liked it or not. There's a few that off the top of my head um, I would share – um, but I, I want Kyle to tell the stories because he's the guest. It's not it's not fun for Kyle for him to I, listen. I could, I could talk about the the caffeine story. That's a pretty oh, funny one. That's a good one. Um, what game was that before? We were at PK80, right? Yeah, I think it was before we played Stanford. The only game we won. Yeah, so before the Stanford game, I was kind of – I had had these, like, sports energy drinks kind of, but they had, like, caffeine in them, you know, try to get you hyped up for the game and <laughs> – Joe asked me if I, if he like he could have some, so I was like, yeah, sure. Like, only drink half of this though, because I don't think Joe had ever drank caffeine a day in his life after what happened. Um, I gave him the drink, and we're going through warmups, and like his eyes, you could just see like got super big, and like he looks at me and he's like, 
Kyle, I don't know what's happening. And I'm like, what do you mean? And I look down and like, he's like, my hands are shaking. And then we get to the bench and we're sitting on the bench and he's looking at me and I'm just watching his hands and his hands just won't stop shaking. He keeps, he keeps uh, moving his legs. But I think eventually by halftime, it, it kind of calmed down, but you were, you were bad for a little bit. Yeah. I just remember, first of all, like I was dunking the shit out of the ball in warmups. Like I was juiced up that first like 15 minutes of taking it. I felt like I was Superman. Like, it was awesome. But then once we got on the bench and, like, the adrenaline wore off and, like, now we're just sitting there watching the game, like, I was – I full-on had the shakes. Like, Kyle was exactly right. Like, I, my hands were shaking. I was, like, looking at Jeff, our trainer, next to me. I'm like, Deets, like, I <laughs> – <laughs> I don't know. What's it, was going just on. From, it was just from some caffeine. I felt so bad, bro. <laughs> it was, I mean, it wasn't your fault, but but we won the game. So I yeah. was like, Kyle, I have to do this for every game now. And you're like, bro, I can't let you do that again. No, like, no. Never have to catch Not a chance. Like, it, it, I mean, that was insane because you know why that's funny is this past weekend, Memorial Day weekend or Labor Day weekend, I golfed. And one of the days we had a really early tea time. And the guys were going to Starbucks. So I was like, sure, I'll get Starbucks. Like, but I don't drink coffee. I don't, I don't do caffeine. That doesn't, as you know, it doesn't sit well with me. And they, I, but it was really early tea time. And I, was, and I didn't sleep well the night before. So I was like, all right, just I'll have like whatever, like, like, it, like a milkshake basically with some coffee in it. So yeah. I had it. And by the time it was an hour drive to the course, like I was fine. It woke me up. And then we get there. And by like whole four, I had the full on shakes again, bro. Full, oh, like, my heart the craziest thing Zola do you drink coffee I it was one of the things I cut out but I used to okay yeah so like my heart I was like I'm not this nervous to play golf like there's no way I'm this nervous to play golf and I was like oh it's the caffeine bro I'm literally yeah. insane. just <laughs> crazy so note to self but don't don't do coffee I don't do it no more caffeine no <clears throat> oh man the only other story I can think of, um, and this is a little – we'll give the PG version of it. Um, I lived down the street from Kyle um, his freshman, sophomore year, and he was always over. We were always hanging out, so he knew where I lived, you know. And so one night, just hanging out with my roommates. Kyle has become really good friends with all my roommates by now. Um, we're just hanging out. It's late. I don't even know what day of the week it is. It's late at night, though, maybe 10, 30, 11. And I don't even hear a knock at the door. I just hear the door swing open and out comes this six, seven gigantic guy, just a blur. And he just starts beating my ass out of nowhere. And sure enough, who is it? It's Kyle Young. Just coming. Just you you exaggerated the, the beating you up part. I don't think I did nothing too bad to you. I just wanted to surprise you. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> you just came in and said, Joey, I could really beat your ass right now if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was definitely a funny night. I'm not going to lie. Kyle, the coffee story made me think of something. Do you have any weird, like, things that you do before every game? I'm, what's the word, Joe? Superstitions. 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 Do you have any weird superstitions that you do, maybe even before every practice game, anything like that? So, um, last year, I kind of picked up on – I always had to have a coffee before the games. Uh, I would leave I would leave with, with Dockage every time and go get coffee. So, um, that was, like, our routine. But then, uh, just another thing I do is, like, praying before every game. So, you know, we say some – you know, we have some time by ourselves before we go out, and I always make sure, you know, I pray before I get on the court. 
What about let's get into some quick quick fire questions. What is more enjoyable for you? An alley oop dunk or pinning someone on the back on the back, off the backboard? Alley oop dunk. I I, agree. I gotta, should I elaborate? No, no, no. <laughs> you don't need to elaborate. I agree. I agree. I think I like to alley oop dunk more than I like to pin people on the backboard as well. <laughs> Who is going to be the biggest help for the team this year? New addition. That could be someone that didn't play last year but was on the team also. Um, I don't like picking people, but um, like I said, I haven't really seen the new guys um, in full action yet, so it's hard to speak on any of them. Obviously, I know how good of a career, you know, Seth's had. Um, so we're super excited to have him and see what he can do for us. And, um, you know, super excited for Justice as well. Um, being, being able to practice with him last year and have him on scout team, uh, made us better every day. So um, having to guard someone, you know, that highly skilled. So I'm um, definitely excited for them. How about who makes the biggest jump this year? So a guy who's on the team, who makes the biggest jump? Mm -hmm. Biggest jump. I would say, you know, 10, J.A. Uh, he's going to have a huge jump. Um, you know, he's been working his butt off. Um, another guy, uh, don't, I mean, I'm going to like name off everybody on the you team. Can name it. Like, I'm almost laughing at the fact that he's still, people still call him 10 and J.A. I just can't believe that. Because, you know, I can mention Dwayne, C.J., E.J. Like, E.J.'s going to, like, you saw what he did last year. Like, um, you know, all the guys for real. Like, I just think, you know, this summer was huge for us. We ramped it up, you know, everybody's bought in uh, 100%, and, you know, we know what we want to do. So I think um, hopefully, you know, we can surprise some people this year and show them some things. Kyle, can you make us a promise that after your first 12-plus scoring game, you'll call us right after and we can get a five-minute recap interview with you? <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Um uh, I'm trying to think of some other questions that will make you feel uncomfortable. Um, well, we know how we got to wrap it up, Joe. Oh, yeah. No, that's easy. But um, let's see. What else? Um, how about this? If you're on a desert island, you can only bring two teammates. Uh, current teammates. I'm not included. Can't, can't okay. take me. I know, and prob probably wouldn't want me, but can't take me anyway. Who, who are you taking? Got to be two. I got to be smart about this because I need to pick some resourceful guys. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm not going to go with Justin. <laughs> That's just a good answer. Um, wow, this is tough. I'm going with Harrison as one person for sure, Hookfin. Why? Just because, I don't know. I feel like he's got all his stuff together. He's just, he's just a very he's smart kid. He's a smart, put-together guy. You're right. I agree. Very smart, put-together guy. Um, I'm not saying anybody else isn't, but he's up there. <laughs> but, you're not, um, but you're not not saying that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> um, who else? I would like to say probably – Wow. It's tough. I didn't think that would be this hard. Yeah. EJ or, EJ or Justice. Okay. I was thinking I was thinking Musa because that guy – Oh, my gosh. How do I forget about Moose? I don't know, bro. Yes, I was Musa. Moose. Harrison and Moose. Harrison was, and Moose. Those I was are my two. Moose because 
that dude would know what every plant was and like what I was about to say <laughs> that if most of you listen to this I'm sorry he but definitely you and Harry don't worry you won't listen to this botanist what did you say is he a botanist oh I didn't hear he knows every plant he's just a weirdo <laughs> Joey, I think I think we should, we know we're going to get some good questions out of it. So you yeah, yeah. intro that. Yeah, Kyle. So we'll let you go. Last thing that we do with every guest, and we're expecting big things from you for this last little segment. Um, we let we give you the floor. We let you ask us questions. Wow. Flip the script wow. a little bit. Um, I know you wanted to be prepped. I'm sorry I left this out. Um, but yeah, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't loop me in on this one. No, I'm sorry. Any questions that you have for us, you have for me, you have for Andrew, we're happy to answer them. We are not members of a specific university or program, so we don't have to be political in our answers. We can give you answers. Um, just, you can, you can hit us with anything. How many questions do you want? As many, as many as you want. Floor is yours. Wow. Floor, as you want. The floor is yours. <laughs> So, up until now, I'm going to get, like, some serious ones, and then I'll try to think of maybe a funny one or two. All right. Up until now, who's been your most, like, enjoyable guest? You don't, like, not including me, yeah, yeah. most enjoyable guest on the show. I mean, last week we had Urban, so that's kind of a tough – but but we I had a lot that. – That wasn't, like, the most enjoyable, though, in my opinion. It was awesome, not the most enjoyable. Yeah, I think I have two answers to that. Uh I actually have three answers. Joey Molinaro was the funniest. That's number one. That was the hardest I've laughed. Uh, do you know who that is, Kyle? Joey Molinaro. Yeah, you. I didn't know you guys had him on the show. Yeah, he before he blew up. We that's it will keep. We're not the reason, but we just got in, in in the early stages of his stardom. And he, I literally was. Zoltan can tell you, like I was a, I was not a hater, but I was a non-believer. I was like, we're a sports podcast. Why do we want an impressionist? But he was. <laughs> so unbelievably funny i was laughing i like had to cover the mic i was laughing so hard yeah and then we had adam amin who like knew everything about everything like we actually talked football basketball college football and like literally every topic with him so that was cool because we went back back and forth with him and then we had dan dockajohn no and he yelled at Joey. So that was one of my favorite moments that yeah that was tough kyle i this, uh, this was back in my days where I was t definitely not meant for journalism because I was I was messing up my questions and stuff the way I worded them and he just killed me because he holds no he holds no prison. So, so it was so good. it was it was very funny. I think Fran Frischilla was very awesome too. I loved sure. Fran because we were just talking shop about hoops the whole time. That was really fun. So those are some of them, Kyle. Those are our faves. That's awesome. Um Okay, I got to think of some more now. <laughs> Let me think here. You want to know, like, give you me know a, a podcasting secret? Yeah. So you can ask a question and then just be like, oh, wow, that's great. Cool, cool, cool. While you're thinking. Yeah, don't even listen. <laughs> or, like, or you're thinking, but you're like just throwing out, like you said, like buzzwords. You're just like, oh, man, like I totally get where you're coming from. But really, you don't even know what you're saying. You're just thinking about the question. Or, or you hear, or you hear the, the guest will say, like, yeah, and Coach Holtman, you'll be like, oh, wow, Holtman, wow. 
You know, make it seem like you're really getting, yeah, yeah, no. you're really just getting ready for that next question. And and okay, if you okay. keep saying last, this is my last question, then you could just keep asking a last question over and over again. And what mm. we're doing right now is buying being we're being great hosts by buying you time to think of another question. Exactly. So with that <laughs> being said, <laughs> I I don't know another serious question maybe. What are you guys is like? What are your predictions on what's about to happen with, uh, you know, Big Ten in the next few months? For football? Football, basketball, whatever. Basketball, we're team bubble. Well, you guys are going to play in a bubble. That's what we think. You guys are going to be in a bubble. Okay. Uh, whatever that means. Ohio State needs to bring us in as, like, the bubble boys. But we just yeah. <laughs> do some content with you guys. That would be so fun. Yeah. No, <laughs> don't want Maybe not for you guys. It would be fun. <laughs> So football, uh, football, we have no clue because we are Sir Yacht believers. If you know who that guy is on Twitter, that gets all the fake sources. He just oh yeah, yeah. He'll just tweet out sources tell me, and then he'll just say some bullshit. He'll just be like, sources tell me all the Ohio State presidents had coffee this morning together in a Denny's, and they came to the conclusion that the season will start October 10th. Like he'll just, and everyone will believe it. Because he said, sources mm -hmm. tell me. <laughs> well, but with our team bubble, and that makes me think of a good question for you. If if you were to be bubbled for any period of time, what's something that you would be like, this has to be in the bubble for me to want to go there and play? UFC. <laughs> I have been playing a lot of UFC recently. I don't know. I'm not, like, big into video games, though. So, like, I don't think it would be video games. I don't know. I couldn't. I. I don't really have anything else like like materialistic stuff. <laughs> I couldn't give you much on that. <laughs> I mean, it's it is hard because like the everyone's first answer would be like a video, some sort of like you know video game or video game system. Like if you don't play video games, you know, like you need a ping pong table or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that's. Mm -hmm. But that's that's neither here nor there. You're gonna be. I really do think you guys are gonna be in a bubble, which is hilarious. <laughs> I just. Oh, yeah, very interesting. So yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. All right, last. Um, all right, next question. Last, last question. question. Yeah, last sorry, question. Sorry, I'm taking. I'm taking the host reins. Why are you taking the reins back? It's crazy. I'm the host reins back. Last question for me. Do you have any more questions for us? <laughs> um, yeah, I got one more question. Um, just a fun one. I would say, do you guys have a <laughs> celebrity crush that you'd like to put that out there? I know Kyle, Joey's got it. you remember my celebrity crush, Kyle? Yeah, I want you to announce it, though. Oh, yeah. Um, Zoldan, get ready to clip this. Um, let me fix my hair so that in case she sees it when we post it on Twitter. Um, uh, my celebrity crush is Allie Raisman, um, the former uh, Team USA women's gymnastic gold medalist. Um, not only is she beautiful and she's athletic, a great person. Um, huge in the community and standing up for what she believes in, which is just incredible and remarkable and, and a character trait that I would want in my future kids. And obviously, you know, with a life partner, you're hoping to – right, exactly. Hey, shoot your shot, Joe. Shoot your exactly. shot. I like so, it. <laughs> no, I mean, like – and on top of all that, you know, she's Jewish. So, I mean, it just it takes it up another notch. Wow, so, yeah. That's my celebrity crush. She's been my celebrity crush since, like, my senior year in high school, too. That's pretty wild. Yeah, that's Mine <laughs> is Ariana Grande. No, no hesitation. Simple, 
Simple, boo. You go boo him. Ariana Grande, but I, I am on record saying this many times, probably on our show many times, Joey. I called it years ago when she was on like that Victorious show. I said this redhead, Ariana Grande, she's gonna be something. And the proof is my mom got me a magazine that she's on the cover. It was like a teen choice something that she was on the cover from like 2013. That's my proof. That I have it all in. Kyle, back to you. Who's yours? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna announce right. that question was for y'all. That question was for y'all. No, I don't. Uh, fans I don't. this year, they're not gonna be like taunting you with it. You can tell us. Oh yeah, no, I definitely had told told Joe that answer, but I don't. I don't really have one as of now. <laughs> well, with that new body, you could get anyone you want. <laughs> so just know your confidence should be sky high right now. Oh, I'm weak. Yeah, That's hilarious. Like, Allie Raisin's gonna look at me and go, "How is this kid an athlete? How am I gonna How am I gonna raise my kids with this guy who went from ten percent body fat to twenty? It's crazy." Hey, you'll be alright, Joe. I'm glad you shot your shot, though. Yeah, never forget when Coach Q told me he's like, "Oh yeah, I have a connection to to Allie Raisman," and and I was like, "Okay," and and he never did, and never helped the boy out, man. So. Oh jeez. So we were not. <laughs> Before we start talking about even weirder stuff, we appreciate you coming on. We're going to have you on again, like we said, you know, maybe close to the season, maybe after your triple-double on opening night that we're predicting and manifesting. So, looking forward to having you on. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. It was fun. You're the man. Thanks, buddy. Yes, sir. Hope you enjoyed that interview with Kyle Young. Had a lot of fun with him. Looking forward to a big-time senior season from him. Joey, he seems like a great dude. I'm pissed that I never got to hang out with him like you have. Uh, yeah, I mean, great dude. One of – like, I the questions that I asked Kyle where it's not fair for him to answer, I really wanted him to ask me, like, you know, who my favorite teammate was of all time or some question where, you know, he'd be like, it's okay, you don't have to say me, you know, but he truly is – up there in terms of teammates, um, just an ultimate competitor. The by one number one, him and JT, number one and two for the toughest guys that I ever played with. Um, I mean, just awesome dude, awesome family. I mean, he just cares so much about Ohio State and his teammates. It's just really, really cool to to have him on. Um, he's going to be a two year captain in Ohio State. That's pretty freaking cool. That does that doesn't happen often. So, where takes a special guy. We had a great time with him. We had a great time on this episode. If you want to rep, drive the lane, towel gang, Washington Buckeyes, anything like that, go to ZDNetwork.com and click shop. Almost all of the orders that have already been ordered have been shipped out. People are wearing them. Tweet them at us. You know, show us that you're wearing them. There's also Browns and Bengals gear, Joshua Perry show gear. Follow us at Drive the Lane Pod. Check out at ZDN Network. Buckle up, drive the lane. Joe? Um, before I say my last thing, I don't have any of the gear yet, guys. So, um, it's unfortunate, you know, the towel gang man himself doesn't have a towel gang shirt yet to rep, but that's okay. I heard the orders are shipping out. So maybe one day it'll get to me. Well, maybe if the towel gang rep wasn't so cheap and ordered his own, then it would already be there. Oh, that's yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure Phil Knight buys Nike stuff. Well, he, true, true.
He probably just walks down to the factory. So once we have a factory, you can walk in and grab whatever you okay. want. Deal, deal, deal. Um, all right, you want to give that give that another try for the end? <laughs> no, that was fine. Buckle up, drive the lane. Go Buckeyes! <laughs>